0: Welcome to the 5 Seconds of Fame podcast. My name is Trevor Ruddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who is also a Big Brother zombie like Cam and Jared. He'll be competing to see if he could return to the Big Brother house, even though he was never there. Brand Siegel, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. I I would kill the zombie challenge, but here's the thing. I would actually like to kill the challenge. I don't want it to be involved. We had pretty much a perfect episode. Pretty much just perfect. Perfect week, frankly. Of Big Brother, and they ruined it with whatever stupid twist they have. It's just delayed us multiple weeks now, and that is extra stinky, extra extra stinky. Um, but today we are joined by a third member of the podcast. This is our first time with three members in a minute, right?
0: It's been a few weeks, yeah.
1: Well, because I was gone for two, and then the last two weeks we didn't do it with anyone.
0: Yeah, it's been at least three, probably so, three, maybe four weeks.
1: Yeah, I think this is this will be the. We are now one month from being with a third member, but today we have a third member. They are sitting in our house. It is one of our housemates, Trevor, and that is, of course, Josh Baskin. Josh, um, it's been a while since you've been on, Um, so do you have anything you want to say before we get really down into it here? Yeah, you were talking
2: about perfect a second ago. Uh, the only thing perfect that's missing from this podcast is, of course, Ben O'Brien.
1: I agree. Um, um, no. So,
2: Ben, I miss you as always. You're always going to get a shout-out from me because you have a special place.
1: Should we have another code uh, word for Ben? This episode? Just go, not f- yet. We have to get cut off over donut. here. Donut.
2: Anyway, second donut, second right, Texas donut, Ben. Secondly, you were talking about the killing the zombie challenge. I think I do that pretty well every week, seeing as that I'm a pretty much a professional uh napper around the house. Are you
0: talking about like call of duty black Ops zombies no i'm
2: saying like i take naps a lot so like i'm oh and then you and then
0: when you wake up from the nap like three hours have
2: passed and you walk up here at like 7 p.m like a zombie (laughs) yeah but like a (laughs) zombie that. that has a ton of energy ready to kick the ball around oh
0: so that's not really a zombie then
2: all right well anyway Good, uh, like Brandon said, great, great episode uh, that I got to watch with Trevor. Trevor and I had a great— uh, Well, this will be covering three episodes Well, today. Well, I, I know you just mentioned the most recent episode about it, like, you know, just kind of being on top of a perfect week. So yeah. I was referencing just the last episode I got to watch with Trevor. I haven't watched an episode with Brandon in a while, but I like the bonding time Trevor and I get to have because we were getting loud yesterday, and, uh, you know, Trevor's going to mention some of that stuff we were getting loud about, of course. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, I think overall it was a pretty solid week. I think, I mean, there's a, a few different things I could say about this week in general. Overall, I, I'm I'm happy with the direction of the season, as I we kind of talked about last week. I'm really glad that it seems like um, there are a lot of people that have a chance to win this game. That I think that's the most important thing, because we're going to talk about some other things I don't like. We're going to talk about this twist. That's one of the things I don't like. Um, the main thing I don't like, actually. Um, but I think the direction of the season is really good because I think a couple of weeks ago, we were getting to the point where, and this happens in Big Brother a lot. Uh, It kind of seems like there's one main alliance that's in control or maybe even like one or two people that are in control. And it felt like that was the case with Suri and Izzy a few weeks ago. And Izzy obviously left last week. That was a big hit to, I think, uh, Suri's position in the game. And now Suri is not in control of the game really at all. Um, And it's very wide open. There's a lot of players that can win. I think that'll be reflected in our ratings. I think it was kind of the case last week. I think even more so this week, that's going to be reflected on our ratings. Cause I really think it's so wide open, even regardless of like how this twist like changed things. Um, it probably won't change a, a ton, but I think that it's very wide open, which is good to me, which is something I'm very happy about because I always like the big brother seasons where it seems like anyone has a chance to win. And that's kind of like compare, I guess you could, again, we, we love sports on this podcast. Um, That's the same way I feel about, like, sports, right? Whether it's the NBA, NFL, whatever sport you like. um, I always like when it seems like there's a lot of teams that have a chance to win. Um, And that's how this Big Brother season feels. Um,
2: So, I really like that. Josh, did you have something to say? I mean, I liked when the Cavs went to the finals for, like, six straight years. When the Cavs and the Warriors were dominating. I mean, yeah, I liked it, but not for all of it. I mean, it (laughs) it created for great final
0: series. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, so, yeah, I think it was a good week. Um, I guess we could start it off with kind of how the week started. Um, Jared won the HOH. Uh, his base is basically his plan was he's going to nominate Corey in America. He wants to backdoor Cameron. And I think, you know, I think a lot for a lot of this season plans have changed a lot. The live feeds have been pretty chaotic. There's, you know, just people are playing super hard, um, super strategic, always wanting to change plans. Um, and I think Izzy was one of the people that that drove that chaos. She's one of the people that always wanted to talk about. Well, like, what if we do this? What if we do that? You know, she threw out a lot of different hypotheticals that kind of caused chaos, made some good life eats, And Izzy's not in the house anymore, um, which which I think does stink from that aspect. Um, again, I, you know, I'll, I'll take her being out because the game is now more wide open because of it. But I think this week was pretty straightforward and we didn't see plans changing. I mean, Cam was the target the entire time. There wasn't really a lot of discussion, even when we got to the final noms of American Cameron, the talks of a vote flip weren't really that, uh, they weren't really had that much. It was pretty uh, straightforward. Cameron was Pretty much going home the entire week. Um, so from that aspect, we had a straightforward week. But anyway, um, so we have that H O H. Jared decides to do this, and Brandon, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with you. Um, what do you kind of think about Jared's noms, his plan for the week, and w- what do you think was best for Jared's game? If you were in Jared's shoes, what do you think he should have done?
1: So Jared going into this week, like winning H O H was, he needed to win H O H. He, he would have been in a lot of lot of trouble. Um, In terms of his noms, I, I think he made the right noms. Moving forward with the week, he probably did not the greatest thing. He should have been trying to repair his relationship with Cameron. Cameron was on the outs with everyone. Every single person wanted Cameron out. It was very universally known. Jared, who should have had better self-awareness to recognize, hey, I'm in a very bad position. Uh, a lot of people want me out. Um, even if he's not a good player, you should he should have had enough self awareness to to at least see that. Um, so him not being able to see that, that's when you want to keep someone like Cameron around. That's a shield for you. Um, even if you don't like join forces with him, that's a shield for you because everyone else wants him out. Getting Corey or America out would have been a very good uh movement in his game, but it still wouldn't it would just kind of prolong him leaving by like a marginal amount, maybe by none, honestly. Um, so overall, I think getting Cameron out wasn't the worst thing, but was it the best thing for his game? Probably not. Um, and I, I I think ultimately him getting out anyone didn't really matter because I think he just did so much damage to his game, uh, over the weeks prior, especially the week prior. Um, so I think he was just in a tough situation. Um, and I am very happy, um, about his eviction.
0: Yeah, I mean, I Which think I know we're
1: not quite there yet.
0: Yeah, I, I think Jared, I mean, obviously he put himself in this terrible position and I think it was going to always going to be hard to come back from. I mean, I, I think ultimately if he was going to all of a sudden start playing the game a little bit better, I think you have to come clean with all of your lies. And I think a player like Cameron, who's already won multiple HOHs, um, he is the other threat in the house along with yourself and, and Jared. I think you have to, you were kind of saying this, Brandon, I think you have to just bank on it and work with Cameron. Even if you, even if Cameron, because hypothetically speaking, um, even if he just, his plans to target Corey, his plans to get out Corey, Cameron may win the HOH and Cameron may target Jared. Yes, that totally could have happened. Um, But I think Jared's in such a bad position where pretty much everyone is targeting him outside of Sari, Blue, maybe Felicia and Nicole, um, that he kind of has to bank on. I think I, I think it's the better option to try to uh rebuild that relationship with Cameron and try to work with him, try to make a deal with him and target Corey because ultimately Corey has more sway with the other people in the house, like a Matt, a Jag, um even like potentially uh, uh well yeah certainly compared to Cameron, Corey, or I mean, Nicole and Felicia. So Corey has the sway. I mean, Corey was the one that, uh, you know, had these conversations and convinced them that they needed to, you know, come together on this vote flip. He he had a lot of the, um, he drove a lot of those conversations. So if Corey has that kind of um, power, if he's shown his capability as a player in this game, I think it's much a much better move for Jared uh, would have been trying to get out Corey. Um, But he did not do that. Obviously we see Cameron go home. Um, You know, we get the veto obviously and Jag wins the veto. He uses it on Corey cams, the replacement. Um, And that's kind of, you know, the week basically we, I mean the week was set in stone because Jared was so set on targeting cam. I think, there was a moment where Sari tried to um, make Corey the target, um, you know, because Suri is a, a better player than Jared, obviously. But Jared uh, pretty adamantly was like, no, he did not want to do that. Jared and Jared's reasoning for this basically came down to competitions. He's like, uh, Corey and America suck at competitions. Cam has already proven himself. This was essentially Jared's reasoning, which, you know, it, it's kind of fair but again, I just really think that when someone has the sway in that house, I think that's more important. And if Cam could be a potential shield in front of you, I think you have to bank on that. Uh and you and you have to work with the other people in the house that are also winning a lot of competitions, like Jared is. Um, so those are my thoughts on it. Um, Josh, do do you have any thoughts on this? Do you have any thoughts on Jared making Cam his target? um or anything else uh you know kind of throughout the week yeah i mean it's,
2: it's it's just sloppy gameplay like when you have your own mother doing everything for you and then you're thrown into position where you have to fight for yourself in a game that ultimately is about you know someone like matt where you heard him say almost everyone in the house or even Corey, they have a pretty good relationship with because they're making the effort to do so but also building their trust through their actions not uh oh i think america's throwing because uh uh, she didn't, she didn't last as long as Cameron in the pressure cooker. And then she's like, I stayed over 14 hours. <laughs> how, how is that a thing? And so ultimately, you know, proof is in the pudding. Gameplay speaks for itself. You have someone whose mom's playing the game for him. And then also what uh, frustrates me is that per- same person is willing to throw away their gameplay. I don't care how much Brandon, I dislike Sari having the advantage this season, but for her to be like, oh, like uh, you know, put me on the block, Jared. If it's going to save you, that's Mickey Mouse gameplay, as Ben would say. So ultimately, sloppy gameplay. Um, I think ultimately, you know, you were touching on at the beginning about like, you know, I was kind of wanting to mention it was kind of getting very stale with Suri and these, you know, people running the house. And, you know, ultimately, when the tables turn, which props to Cameron, sat back in his little onesie and watched the chaos ensue. He knew his time was up. But guess what? He did what needed to be done. I think it was great. Um, I think you had, uh, a lot of people really showing their true colors, but also at the same time, like someone like blue going in the DR saying, Oh, I'll, you know, I'm that girl I'll cut someone off if I have to, but like also figuring out Jared's lying to her and still wanting to support her as well. Like just a lot of, you know, suspect and sloppy gameplay, ultimately, you know, Corey and the ones wanting to make the moves. And make those things happen, uh, and the ones that were truthful and honest are, are shedding to light now, and it's we're in a great position. Is Brandon was what you were talking about yesterday as well? Did you have anything you wanted to add to that, or you as well, Trevor? I know you kind of spoke, Trevor, but
0: yeah, you know. I mean, I, I was gonna I was gonna talk about a couple other things that just were a little more minor that happened this week. You mentioned one of them, Josh. Um, you know the little storyline about Sri uh you know wanting to basically take the fall for jared you know obviously it's her son um she wants jared to have this opportunity she's played in so many different reality games and like i get it from that perspective of like you know it's a mother and a son like i i understand that but from a viewer's perspective a fan of the game uh you never want to see that you never want to see anyone uh you know try to try to give up their basically give up their spot for someone else uh you, you always want to see people be self-interested and again it's you know it's it's literally a mother and son so it's it may it makes sense right it makes sense that's bigger than the game but ultimately it's not great and i'm i'm, I'm very happy that uh that did not end up happening because that would have been pretty uh upsetting i would have been pretty disappointed in that um the other thing i wanted to talk about is uh, Blue and Jared's relationship quickly because Blue, um, you know, she was having conversations with Matt Jag. She finally started realizing all of the things that Jared hasn't been telling her. I mean, this was uh, you know, the start of the week. Blue is is really aware of what's happening now. Is she is she gonna do anything about it? We will see, but she's aware of all the things the Jared has not been telling her Um, she became aware of how like the seven deadly sins alliance. Uh, there was that same alliance um called for real for real that involved Corey in America and not her and Jag that both of them had Jared. So they tell her, uh, you know, Jag's kind of letting her in on all this information and blue. Uh, as of this week, you know, she is the biggest, I would say rat in the house, but she stopped ratting out things to Jared. She started keeping info from him. She actively, I think, uh, has been playing better. I will say, um, we'll talk about that more, uh, in the ratings, but I, I do like some of the things that blue has been doing. I think she talked about wanting to potentially try to get Suri out, even though, pretty much everyone else wants Jared to be the, the future target after this week. Um, she also talked about potentially wanting to to target like uh, Corey, you know, potentially. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. At least Blue has shown some improvement. Um, the other thing is just in general plans for the following week, because we heard about this a lot. Um, I think another another blind spot that wasn't really explored in the episode that I remember is, you know, Felicia was essentially blindsided on this vote. Not not completely, because Matt did end up telling her, but she didn't understand everything that was happening. Um, She wasn't aware uh, that Sari and Jared were basically against her and were planning on voting her out. She didn't she didn't fully realize the extent of that until after the eviction, after she was saved. Um, And Nicole kind of explained this to her. Um And, you know, basically told Felicia, hey, like we need to we need to be careful here. I think the ultimate conclusion from Nicole and Felicia was that, yes, we cannot trust Sari and Jared anymore like we thought we could. However, it doesn't necessarily mean we should immediately target Jared like a lot of the other people in the house. So another thing to mention, uh, Felicia was in the dark, but now she's much more aware of this, which is going to improve her position just by knowing about this. Cause I think Felicia's position really took a fall over the past couple weeks um, in large, a lot of it because of things she was doing, but also just cause of, you know, circumstances and being left out of conversations. So that is, I believe the last thing that I wanted to say um let's see felicia becomes aware Can um, I, I wanted to talk about yeah. one
1: quick thing about seri mm-hmm. saying she would go up for jared this was a super minor detail and the way they played it on the episode was that it was a much more like a much bigger deal um it was a very quick conversation and jared didn't take it seriously as he said in the dr but more so it's it's not like seri wanted that situation to happen i think it was like almost implied that she wanted it and that she was kind of like quitting a little bit I I am not the biggest Suri fan at all. Um, However, I don't want there to be like a perception, which like I, Josh, obviously you don't do spoilers. um, So like, you don't know this, but like there's, I don't want a perception to be had that like Suri is like, just, just send me home. Like put me out. Um, Her idea, she has always, she said this since the start. If it's her and Jared in the final two chairs, she wants Jared to win. She has talked about that. um, And and like in, uh, in this season, um, she has said stuff like that um well before this so i i think this is more so her being like look jared if you're backed into a corner put me my game behind your game put your game ahead of mine and you use me to to get me out or whatever the case may be so you can show your loyalties now with me or whatever the case may be so i think it's not sari wanting to leave the game i i I do think sari is like fueling the uh the, the uh, endurance part of this game, where there's it's a lot of days. I mean, this is way more days than any social game she's played. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think she's feeling the effects of that, but so is everyone. Like, I don't think it's yeah. like exclusive to Sari. For sure. Um, I just think that people should understand that Sari is still an excellent, excellent game player and is not quitting on this season. She only gave the idea because she's like, I want you to win Jared specifically. I want my son to win, not me. For sure. Which, that in itself isn't the most fun. You know, we want everyone to try to win. Um, But at the same time, I think the way they – they shouldn't have even put that in the episode. We talked about that, Trevor. I think that was kind of a a weird thing to put in. It
0: was a minor detail that I was – I didn't really expect to be in the episode, to be honest. But um, they put it in. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we kind of talked about the last week. I think now we can kind of get to the double eviction because the double eviction was really good Um, until the end. Um, it was really good. Um, We obviously saw that, you know, Cam was evicted nine to zero. Pretty again, this was straightforward. There wasn't really any talks about vote flips. And again, just a reminder, like a lot of this season, these votes have been even though the end result might not show that the votes are close. They've been close votes. Like there's been a lot of talk about flipping the vote in past weeks. I mean, I remember the the Cam and Riley week. Like Riley could have easily stayed. The some week there was vote flip talk. Corey had to shut that down. So a lot of these weeks, obviously the Izzy Felicia one was a was a vote flip. The flip did happen. It was supposed to be Felicia, and then it flipped on Izzy. So yeah, I I think there's been a lot of vote flips. This one was. Probably the most straightforward week of the season, I would say, in terms of that vote. Now, we get to the double eviction here. It's very exciting. Um, Corey wins the HOH. It's a little questions comp. Corey wins it. Um, the only thing that I thought was interesting here, um, you know, we saw Sarri get basically uh, chosen to play three times in a row. You know, I, I that's not surprising to me. Uh, that was kind of expected, but obviously sheds light to her position decreasing. There also we saw Nicole. I thought this was kind of strange. Nicole uh, ended up picking Corey to face off against instead of Blue, which you know Nicole has no relationship with Blue. Don't know why she did that. Um, she almost played a big part in this week in, in Blue winning HOH, uh, which could have been pretty uh, you know bad for people that that you know maybe are Corey America fans. But anyway. Corey wins the HOH. He decides, uh, as we kind of expected, that Jared's going to be his target. It was just a question of who will be next to Jared. Will it be Blue? Will it be Siri? Uh I think some of this conversation was shown on the uh, episode, but Corey talks to Blue, um, basically asks her, hey, Blue, if if you're off the block, would you use the veto on Jared? And Blue says yes. Blue says she would. Um, so Corey basically tells her that he's gonna put her on the block. Um, blue just you, you just gotta lie in that situation. But anyway, she doesn't. He puts up Jared and Blue. Um, I think part of the appeal here of putting up blue and Blue over Suri was just that blue's a better competitor than Suri. I understand it. Um, however, the flip side of it is that uh, getting out blue, like if Jared wins the veto. Um, or I guess the situation would be Suri plays and veto takes Jared off. Then blue has to be the one you take out versus the flip side. If it's Suri and Jared blue wins the veto takes off Jared. Then you're getting out Suri, which I think for, uh, Corey's game, I think it'd be better to get out Suri than getting out blue in my opinion. Um, although honestly, it's, I don't think it's uh, a straightforward decision, but that, that would be my take on it. Um, Brandon, any, any thoughts on this decision here? uh by cory these noms
1: i i think i almost sure they would have put up sari and jared just so you can you know you're getting one of them out like you just know one of them is gonna leave um but i do understand where it's the thing is is if sari competes she's not gonna win the competition so like it doesn't really matter i think her being up there additionally i think blue if blue won do you think blue puts up cory like b- before before the double,
0: I think. Well, Blue was talking about that her noms would have been Cory and Bowie. That's what she said.
1: Corey be- and Bowie.
0: That's that's what she, that was the most recent uh, plan of hers. Before All right. Whatever, the whatever
1: happened. rating I gave her. I don't remember if top of my head. I'm bumping her down a point. That's that, that makes no
0: sense. She could have she could have changed it. But that was what she was saying. All right. That's a little goofy, don't you think? I mean, I, if you're putting up Corey, why? I mean, it, no, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> really, I don't think. Um, I don't know. Blue, Blue's an interesting position because she's so attached to Jared. So it's like it doesn't make sense, in my opinion. I mean, certainly you want to go after Jared. That doesn't make any sense for her game. Um, and I don't really think you'd go after Sari either if you're Blue because you're in this position. You're not going to upset Jared by doing that. So she's not going to do that either. So I don't know, like. Could she have maybe targeted like, I don't know, like Mimi or like, I'm not even sure. Honestly, I think there would have been value in in putting up Corey. However, she still sort of has relationship with America. So it's it's kind of complicated, I would say, for for what Blue would have done.
1: Yeah. okay I'm just that's unimpressive. But She really said she put a Bowie. That's that's the person that she one of the two people that she wants to get out. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that's <laughs> I what don't she know. Uh, was. Next saying. next point.
0: Yeah. Um. So those are the noms. Jared and Blue. Um. Now we didn't see this. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spoil it. I think it's fine. I'm gonna spoil this. Um, for listeners, because this happened during commercial break, we didn't get to see it. The v- this this relates to the veto draw. I don't think anyone's going to be upset with me spoiling the veto draw that that happened during. You,
1: commercial you said break. this earlier to Ben too. This isn't a spoiler; it already it's happened. Not a spoiler yeah. it already happened. Okay. It, it's passed on the episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so fun.
0: so in the veto draw, Jared got house guest choice, and Jared chose Matt. He chose Matt to play in the veto. It wasn't like Matt was randomly drawn; he chose Matt. And Matt won the veto. And obviously, as, as we know the viewers, Matt wasn't going to use this on Jared. But Jared thought Matt was. So interesting decision there. I thought that was pretty uh, you know, um, what's the word? Uh, I don't know. It, it was it was pretty interesting for sure. But anyway, Matt wins the veto. Um, this is now, I think, I think that was the 14th of 16 comps that men have won this season. So uh men are dominating, in particular, I think, between Cam and Jared uh Matt and Jag they've they've won like I think 13 of them or something like that. So pretty pretty massive there. Matt wins and that is uh the end of Jared's game. He he's evicted 6 to 1. Oh wait, no, it's actually not the end of Jared's game because unfortunately uh we have a twist to talk about. Um the Big Brother zombies that I that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode Brandon. So we have this twist and you know, Jared's out there with Julie and Julie says, well, you know, I don't know. She has this whole thing about like, well, what if you had a chance and then brings what if Cameron, I, what and,
1: if I cut my hair like a bob?
0: Would everyone love it? No, bringing, Julie
1: brings. We uh, don't.
0: Yeah. She brings uh cam on the stage with Jared and explains what's going to happen. Um, and that basically they're going to have a chance to be resurrected. One of Jared and uh, One of Jared or Cam will be returning to the Big Brother house next Thursday. We don't know exactly how it's going to happen. My guess would be some sort of competition will be involved here. But one of them will be returning next week. She also said there's no HOH. There's no veto. There's no Wednesday episode. So what are the house guests going to do all week? I don't know. Josh, what do you you, you think? What do you think? There's no HOH competition. No veto. What do you think the
2: house guests are going to do all week? I know what Corey and America are gonna be doing. Okay, calm down.
1: <laughs> Family friendly podcast. What? They they're can gonna, they can eat meals together. They're gonna right. be
0: making out and talking game in between.
1: Right. <laughs> they are by far like the best show ever, it seems like. They just like hang out, kiss a little bit, and then talk game. Like that's that's literally all they do. It's amazing to like hear like and they they they're good at the game. Both of them actually have like good game knowledge, so it's they're fun. I don't know what the house guests are gonna do. Uh, I mean, play. A I lot know of pool. what I would do. I would sleep. Play. You uh, can't really. You're not really allowed to. Well, I would. Okay. Well, Mister B would wake you up. You wouldn't have so much fun with that, Mister B, the guy in the loudspeaker. Wake up, Josh. I it's wish time. it was Josh. I'd wanna wake up. It's I'd want to I'd wanna be. I'd want to get the
2: cat or production so upset that it's Grodner, and then I'd go off on her.
1: <laughs> okay, would, you won't be. would get expelled. Yeah, you would just get expelled. Oh, good. Okay. I get to go off on her. If then. you
2: want her favorite, you just getting expelled.
1: Anyway. Um, uh
2: realistically, what are they doing? Well, I mean, what do they normally do? Same week as it normally is, but without what you said.
1: There's gonna be like no game talk this week, too, because it's just the game's at oh, a pause. Oh, I'm gonna predict be, what if for, we get I a mean, Zingbot
2: but, appearance? I don't think we'll get Zingbot this week. It's a
1: little early for Zingbot. No, yeah, but if a- there's
2: nothing going on, they gotta bring some entertainment. But yeah, there's but only there's, there's only usually a veto. There's really only going to be concept. one episode
1: that they got to fill, Sunday. which is Sunday's episode. Yeah. So I don't know what they're going to do on Sunday. Sunday's episode.
2: a late episode too. We
1: know what's going to happen on Thursday. One of them is going to come back. They'll show that competition right. and stuff. But and they'll maybe show like a couple customs during the week. But most of it can be filled with whatever stupid competition they have planned. So I guess Sunday they they played competitions all week. That's what Sunday's episode is going to be. Yeah, we're
0: so just we'll, going to be we'll watching see.
1: competitions for two episodes of we'll of the see. two of them, the two least favorite. House by fans. It, this is what's interesting, yeah, Trevor. I talked about before the episode, we saw little, you know, spoilers where like, oh, there's no exit interviews. So we we're like, oh, there's gonna be a battle back of some sort. And I was like, isn't it ironic that the two like most hated house guests of the season are fighting for a battle back?
2: Yeah, I, I No, don't know. there's there's I, someone in the house I hate more.
1: Well, well fans generally hate um Jared is enemy number 1. Everyone hates Jared. And uh Cameron's a, a, a not a far off second.
0: Yeah, so so here here's why uh, here's why I think this twist is so bad. I'll I'll kind of I'll kind of give my thoughts. This twist so just historically if we look at Big Brother cuz we've had many buybacks, many there's been many times where, you know, whether it's a competition between four evicted house guests, sometimes it's two, whatever the case may be, most of the time that house guest who comes back usually ends up leaving the neck, the very next week because they've been out of the house. They were a target for a reason. Um, and when they come back in the house, it's usually hard to reintegrate. Usually the house just wants to target them. And that's, that's, that's normally what happens a lot of the time. Um, so, so that's kind of, I guess with my issue is like, we just saw a double eviction, Cameron and Jared were evicted. Now there's going to be an entire week dedicated to one of them coming back. The following week, most likely, unless the person who comes back wins HOH immediately, I guess, it's probably going to be dedicated to getting that person out again. So essentially, we're kind of just wasting two weeks. It's kind of just like two weeks of filler where, you know, nothing really happens. I mean, Hysam was evicted on day 23 And we're not going to have another house case evicted until day 58 or so we've had. Well, I think what Taryn was saying was like, there's been two. Basically, when day 58 comes, there's going to be two evicted house in the span of like a month or something. I don't know. I I just really think it's insane that they're doing this um, because we had a really good thing. I think this was a great result from the double eviction. Um, But they're essentially by doing this twist right after the double eviction. They're just, like, making the double eviction meaningless. Yeah. It's It's just like, why even have the double eviction if you're just going to
1: make it not mean anything? There's been two relatively iconic things that have happened this season. We've had the pressure cooker and the double eviction. We have pressure cooker. is the second time it's ever happened. Double eviction almost every single year there's one. I think maybe there has been one every single year. Um, And both of them were meaningless. The people didn't go home after that week. Cameron sat on that button for almost 14 hours. Yeah. and his guitar didn't go home yeah they stressed the house guests out for for a whole hour and Corey freaking out about what to do and stuff and you know this this house guest and this house guest running free whatever and they didn't even go home yeah. so yeah it's just look big brother if you're if anyone on production is listening to this podcast you're not you you don't know that if anyone is please just throw 16 interesting people in the house Just 16 interesting people and let them play Big Brother. Stop doing these stupid twists. Remember the nether region? You guys remember that? Yeah, Yeah, just barely. It didn't matter. They did nothing with it.
0: They never showed us. I
1: don't know why they do things that don't matter. It's the same thing with like have nots. They don't mention them anymore. Like why do if you're not going to mention it on the show, if it's not going to be like a part of the show, why? Why do anything? Don't you remember? Like they used to have. I mean, Josh, you won't know this. They used to have competitions for have nots. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be like a part of the game, mm-hmm. and now it's not. Now it just
2: has nothing. They don't mention it. Putting interesting people on it, it seemed like it was also a thing they did. They just put people <laughs> on it that, are uh, like granted, pretty we, horrible.
1: We're we're in a good spot in the season, so I don't want to complain too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just put sixteen interesting people in the house. Um, that that will get upset at each other, and there's drama, and it's fun. You don't yep. need all these twists. It's just stupid.
2: Yep. What if? What
1: if? you
2: had a big brother, but like with the bachelor and bachelorette, it was just like all the females in one big brother. <laughs> like big brother house. that would be that would that would be the bachelor.
1: Yeah, that would just be the bachelor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they're not
2: fighting over a guy. They're fighting over seven hundred and fifty
1: thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean it would just I just want sixteen interesting <laughs> well, people it, in the house. I don't care who it I is. I think it'd
2: be funny. All right. Anyway, anything R- else you want to mention
1: um, before rankings?
2: Um or
1: ratings. <laughs>
0: I, I don't think so. I mean, I think this coming week is probably going to be pretty uneventful. Our podcast next yeah, week might be like 15 week. minutes. <laughs> I guess um, next week will be so
1: short, but uh, we're about anyway. to watch like three competitions over the two hours. That's it.
0: Yeah. And anyway, I, I do still think we have a good season. I, I really believe this. I think the season's been very good. I just think that basically we get two weeks. Uh, We get, we basically get two weeks off. We can, we can, you know, chill, uh, we get a little bit of a break here. It's kind of like an intermission. I guess we can we can frame it that way. It's like a little break that we get. So it's it's nice that I guess Big Brother production Productions giving us a little break here um, for for a week or two, whatever a week. And then um, we will be back um, playing the season here. What about two weeks from now? Um, but yeah, I think with that being said, we can get into the ratings.
1: All right. Let's start it off with America Um, so America, all things considered, um, she was on the block and didn't go home. And now she's in like a pretty solid position. Um, I love America as a person. I think her, her game knowledge is really good. She's very closely aligned with Corey. We have a lot of pairs in the house. I don't think this twist is really going to affect anything. Um, I think she's in a pretty strong position, Trevor. I have her as my fourth highest rating this week at a six.
0: There you go. Um, so I have America at a five, I think. So again, C- Cameron isn't you know necessarily gone for good, but I do think Cameron leaving was a little bad for both America and Corey's game. He was kind of a shield for them. Um, so don't necessarily love that. I think, I don't know, I think she's been doing fine this week. Um, I think part of why her rating is a little bit lower than I had her last week is also because she just had an impressive week last week, whereas this week it was just kind of whatever. I mean, she was on the block. She was, you know, she wasn't in a ton of danger. I mean, it was pretty clear Cam- Cameron was going to leave, not her. But I I, I don't know. I-, I still think it's kind of like she did fine this week. Um, she survived, but overall, Cameron leaving wasn't the greatest thing for her so i did lower her a little bit uh
2: josh what do you think i'd america to six as well she's alongside the best player in the
1: house right. he's, <laughs> he's, he's the second best player in the house <laughs> best player in the house i don't know i don't know if i'd go that far um next is anything else you want to say
2: i mean yeah Corey got sarita slip up in the argument well,
1: we're talking about america you mean jared no.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm talking about America as well. She's with the best player in the house. I'm saying why he's the best player in the house. Okay. Okay, well
1: that's not much of a comment on America. But let's move along here to Blue. Um I had Blue at a 3. I said I was going to knock her down a point for her stupid nominations that she would have done. Um and I'm going to stick to that. I have Blue at a 2. Um here's the thing. Even if Blue has played better, she's in such a weird sticky spot that I just don't think she'll be able to get out of. Um and I think I, I am now on board with she loses against anyone that's not named probably Bowie Jane. And maybe even Bowie Jane she won't win
0: against. Yeah, Bowie would be here.
1: Um, so she probably has the lowest win ability in the house. Um, I think she'll be here for a little bit longer for sure. She's very entertaining. I do like Blue. Um, but it's going to be a two for me, Trevor.
0: Yeah, I I gave her two as well, which is an improvement from the one I gave her for the past I don't know three <laughs> weeks, uh because I think she's playing a little more self interested. I think she realizes some things now. Jared may be gone, which isn't great, um but then again, when Jared was there, she just spent all of her time with him. So maybe uh if Jared is gone for good, she'll she'll start talking with a lot of other people. She'll. She'll start playing the game a little bit better. But I I do think she has improved. I I do. I mean, she started doing more things that are self-interested for. I think she had the intention of wanting to play both sides and try to play the middle of like, I'm with Jared, but I'm also I have like, I'm with Matt and Jag. And I want to try to make sure that they don't really target each other. Uh, The problem is she wasn't really doing a good job at that. It's hard to. You know, execute that especially when jared's doing a lot of self-sabotaging um so it, it's it is a two that i am going to give
2: blue uh josh what did you give blue i gave her a three so not too far off but i think it's good that uh you know she kind of got her wake-up call but also she just isn't great at the game in general uh just pretty bad on her feet as we mentioned in front of Corey. can't lie once again another example of other people playing a game for her uh i've heard of three also because even though jared could have helped her I, it seemed like that she you know could have been plotting to maybe not even play with him much longer so ultimately going in her own direction so we'll see what she does after you know for playing the game for the first time by herself in 60 days
1: well here's the other big thing is that her number one ally is gone um actually yeah I, potentially. I don't know
2: well In her mind, but in Jared's mind, she's fifth on the list. Well, no, he got eviction. Right, but what I'm saying is— It's her number one ally. Right, but she might not see that anymore, seeing is that she figured out that she uh, has been lied to multiple times. Yeah. I don't
1: think she thinks of it that way. Here's the the thing. Even if he is lying to her, it doesn't matter. It's it's her number one ally. I mean, here's— That's a big loss on her end.
0: Like, I guess to shed more light for uh, people listening— usually what happens is blue will get like blue and Jared will have a little like argument. They'll be laying in bed together. Um, and you know, she'll be mad. She'll be asking him questions and then Jared will get like super condescending and he'll act like it's all her fault.
2: Come on. bro. And then
0: eventually they'll, they'll like make up like four hours later and blue will be fine with it. That's what normally happens. So it doesn't mean again, she's not telling him everything. Like she, she was holding information. She's plotting against Sari a little bit. Um, so she's doing stuff. She's doing some things that are good in theory. Um, but uh, again, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's it's pretty tricky for her.
1: Next up, we have Corey. Trevor, I'm going to let you start this one off.
0: What about Bowie? Oh,
1: did Bowie? I miss Bowie? Yeah. Oh, well, all right. I guess we'll go back she's, to yeah, Bowie. Yeah, she's very missable. Um, Bowie, I have at a three. Um... I'm, I'm unimpressed with Bowie in general, but I did raise her. And that is because I just don't see her going home for a while. Um, she's I, I mean, from my understanding, Trevor, you said that she played a little bit better this past week, um, and she's doing marginal amount more good things, um, which is good for her. Um, but I, I just don't see her winning this game or having the ability to win the game. So it's a pretty low rating of a 3, second lowest rating on my board this week.
0: Yeah, I I kept Bowie to 4 um just like last week. Um still think she's very safe. I think she's going to go far. Um but she's very much a a floater. I, I like I think she's made some good relationships with Corey in America that are important to her, but I do still think that Bowie's someone who I think is going to kind of float to where the power is generally speaking and I think she has the ability to because a lot of people are trying to pull her in. I mean, Suri was working hard this week to try to make sure she had Bowie, Yeah. Um, Matt and, you know, I think Matt and Jag to a certain extent are sort of doing it, but I think really it's Suri, Corey, and America that have been the people that most rec- recognize, and smartly that Bowie's someone who uh they do need, that they can use as a number for them. Um. I think Matt and Jag could be doing more of that on their end, but you know Bowie's doing alright i think that when she's in conversations um i don't know i i think she does seem to have a little bit of game sense just in terms of like uh the way she communicates she, i mean for one thing i think she's always going to be like pretty likable sort of so anyway it's a four for Bowie
1: yeah um the other thing i wanted to mention about like just the thing you mentioned about Bowie um with like Kind of being in the middle, every week that she stays, her position, I think, will get more valuable because everyone's going to want, especially with these pairs, and they notice these pairs a lot. Everyone noticed the pairs. Getting that third person is such a valuable asset. We've seen this in past Big Brother seasons where that type of player gets really important in, like, top eight scenarios. So I think as the weeks go on, Bowie is going to become a more valuable player in the game to other people's games and I think that could potentially raise her rating. Yeah, she could be a swing vote in yes. a lot of situations. Yes.
2: Josh. I've heard her two. She's by far my least favorite player this year. She offers nothing to anyone but and it's sweet. She's and it's very I nice. I don't care if you're nice or not, but nice doesn't win you money. Well she's, she's not, not trying, trying to win. first of all, the of all I, I have I, nice I, 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 I have two or three things. We have seen nice win you money. Number one, if if your job in Big Brother is uh irrelevancy to carry yourself that that to me is just you know Josh, stupid it's, unfortunately I, I know that it will like you said it might get her far because she's bad Yeah, i was gonna say as much I, as I, I'm, I that pisses me off as that, much that's as garbage. i
1: As As much as I'm saying, like, how much I... I, I think I I got you. I'm just telling you my opinion. I'm just
2: telling you my opinion. I think that she's a throwaway character. She's someone that comes in a DLC pack and should have just been removed (laughs) if she were to be in, like, a video game or something. She offers nothing to anyone. She doesn't win any physical comps. She doesn't like talking games. She cries when people don't tell her things, which is part of the game. And ultimately, then and there, and after the third episode, which will mention, oh, we're talking game. I don't want to talk it now. Like, it's just i hate her anyway uh in terms of that like i said too i think she offers nothing and unfortunately she'll get carried far for being a horrible player
1: well i think uh your analysis was was interesting <laughs> to say the least i will say josh being nice and big brother it, it is a very underrated thing was very, red very nice underrated. huh
2: was red nice no no he wasn't <laughs> no he
1: wasn't <laughs> he was really mean <laughs> to who to, like... America. All, I, every, every Specifically America, <laughs> but bag. all the women in the house. He was not a nice character in this season. I, I, I think it is severely underrated. Like, as I do not think Bo is a good player. She's clearly not a good player. Or at least, at bare minimum, she has not shown that she is capable of being a good player. Maybe she is, but she hasn't shown it. But one thing that we cannot underrate is being nice in the game. If you think about it, it's a very cutthroat game. And if it's... If you need another ally, would you rather be allied with someone who you really like and is a sweet no, or I someone just, that is I, made I I get I, I know Jared. what you're saying I
2: just don't like the the how it works like that
1: but that's that's just that's just part of the game we have seen a lot of those types of players go very yeah, far I think mean, about like Nicole you saw Josh from win, um what what season Nicole bad. and Cliff
0: Oh, Nicole Anthony.
1: Yeah. yeah now, yeah. Nicole Anthony was a, definitely a better player than Bowie. I'm I'm not yeah, trying yeah, to speak that. Sure, but sure. she was so sweet, and people wanted oh, yeah. to be with the sweet person. Absolutely. I I think it is severely underrated of being very nice. And we've seen people on the season be say like Bowie's so nice, I won't put her up because she's so sweet. So you may not like her if she's not playing hard, but it's not always the worst thing to do. I, don't know, I
2: forget she's on the season. So forgettable.
1: She she, is. she isn't on. She doesn't she doesn't do much on the uh, the episodes. Next up, we have Corey. Trevor, I wanted to hear your thoughts on Corey before I go, so I'm going to let you start. Yeah, so I, I I dropped
0: Corey. I gave him a six, had him a seven last week. Again, the seven was in part because of how well he played the week. I mean, he was he played the week fantastic last week. The way he executed it showed a lot of um, just ability in, in the game of Big Brother in this game, right? He had a fantastic week. So just by very nature of that not happening this week, he kind of dropped. I also think that, you know, his position relative to some of the other players isn't. I I think there's a couple other players we're going to talk about that I think are in a better position than Corey is because they're kind of more situated where they're safe. You know, a couple of these other people won't be targeted. There are still people that are talking about targeting Corey. Uh, Blue is one of them. Um, Obviously, you know, Jared, if Jared comes back. Um, he's another, Suri. Suri certainly wants to target Corey. Um, so there are people that are, that are looking Corey recognize. Um, and that's, it's, it's kind of part of what comes with like taking that risk and flipping the vote. He's kind of seen as like the main person, right? So I think people do recognize that he's a dangerous player in this game. Um, also I think Cameron leaving. And again, we don't know what's going to happen with the, you know, the whole Jared Cameron duel, but I think. If Cameron, like if Jared beats Cameron, then that's, that's really bad for Corey. If Cameron beats Jared, that's really good for Corey. So I think, you know, next week, a lot of these ratings are going to stay the same, but I think Corey's is, is Corey's one person that his rating can change just based on who comes back in the house.
1: Yeah, I kept Corey at a seven. um, And the reason being is, is Jared's out of the house that, well, kind of out of the house that definitely helps him. Um, And I, I think Sari is getting pushed more and more closer to being on an island, and I think that helps him. Um, I do agree with you. There are a couple people um, that we've mentioned that I think are are potentially in a better situation uh, in terms of being targeted. Um, But I really believe in Corey's ability to play this game. I believe in his abilities. I mean, we've seen them. He flipped the vote. He did a really good job with that. Um, And that was really impactful for his game. So I I definitely get what you're saying where it's like, oh, he like kind of overplayed a little bit. Now we're kind of like bringing him back to reality a tiny bit. Um, But I'm keeping him at a seven. I I really like Corey and I like his outlook moving forward. I have him at an eight. Oh wow, that's, a that's also rating.
2: mainly because he's on my team and I picked him. All right, that's fine. So that's fine. Probably a bonus point for that. You like that. But, but that's no, all right. I mean he's the only one that has legitimately, like I mentioned, stood up to Sari and put her on the island, caused her to slip up, caused her to get involved in something she didn't want to get involved. Well, in. Jared also he he stood uh, up to Seri, no, no doubt, no doubt. But but Corey's <laughs> the one. But up. but Corey's the dentist. He's pulling the teeth. He's doing the hard stuff right now. And like Trevor said, he's he's the forefront of that. And I think you you get massive credit for that. But not only that, I think you. As we will mention here, he's got a lot of guys in his corner, you know, so I think that helps him massively, even if he doesn't have America with him, who at the end of the day could be someone that slows him down. Showmances, hmm. as we know, could possibly, you know, like blue <laughs> slowing down Jared or vice blue, versa. Blue, whatever. Neither one. At I, great, but I, don't, like, even, I don't think I agree. With even even you in said. past seasons, there's <laughs> no. been showmances where showmances maybe-
1: now are very valuable.
2: Well, I'm saying because they're in, very in, loyal. In, in past, it, it it seems like some have not been able to. That's the run the perception. Run as far yeah, Showmans so. in
1: modern Big Brother, very
2: good thing. Showmans anyway. in older Big Brother, could be a little. I don't know. A little rough. Corey's uh, still into Valorant and all that, so uh,
1: I don't think he cares as much. Like I said, so he does like yeah. Valorant. He said that himself. Corey's the man. I love Corey. Let's yeah. keep it moving here and talk about Suri because I'm really interested to hear what you guys have to say about Suri. So I bumped Sari down to a 7 from an 8. Sari um, probably is going to lose Jared. We'll see. I don't know. Um, and that that's a rough loss for her. That is an undyingly loyal person in her game and her number one ally. And Sari has been... She There are people in the house that understand she has a problem now and that they're not all buddy-buddies. Specifically, Mimi and Felicia um, are completely off... Uh, from Suri's team, and they they understand that they need to target her at a point in time. Coin America understand that they, that's a person they need to go after. Jack and Matt, even though they're a little more in the middle, they might not want to take the shot. They definitely understand that Sari is a problem. I think Sari's position in this game fell heavily because of how poor Jared's play was. I kept I didn't bump her down too much, and I still have her as tied for my highest rating because it's Trevor. It's Sari Fields. If anyone can do it, it's Sari Fields. She can pull it back together. She is an excellent strategic and social player. Um, And excellent might be an understatement, to be honest. Um, I have faith in Sari being able to pull it together. This is a rough spot. I will say this, Trevor. I will be incredibly impressed if she can get through uh kind of the perception that's had of her right now and get past this over the next couple of weeks we'll see this i think this twist benefits her the most even if jared doesn't come back her ability now to repair relationships in that time where she can just talk with people continue to repair relationships that is something that she is very good at and that will help her a lot
0: yeah i think the last thing you said uh i i kind of agree with i i do think that there's well it's an it's an opportunity for everyone but it's an opportunity that she's probably the most likely person to take advantage yes. of.
1: Um, There's I, a couple others that would too, but Sari, I think will have the best opportunity to do it.
0: Yeah. So I, I think, you know, I had Sari to seven last week. I, I was certainly going to drop her. Cause I think one of the other things that I, I didn't say yet um, that happened this week was Sari without Izzy in the game. It, it really hurts because Izzy was the person that she talks strategy with a lot. And now the the main really the only person she has to do that with is Jared. But the thing is when Siri goes to Jared and she has an idea, um Jared has very different response than what Izzy would do. Izzy would take in the information, you know, throw out ideas, like bounce ideas off with Suri. They would have a good strategic conversation. They go through a bunch of hypotheticals. And and usually Izzy would you know if Suri really wanted something Izzy would probably be down with that. Um, when Suri comes to Jared with ideas, sometimes he's just straight up like no, like no reasoning. He's just he's just like nah, don't want to do that. It's not a good idea. I think you're wrong. Like and usually Suri has probably the right read, but Jared just shuts it down. Um, the other thing is that because Suri is uh, you know telling Jared a lot of information because again. He's her son, you know. You would think that Suri would be able to trust Jared to not go and tell people <laughs> the the stuff that Suri is saying. However, Jared literally goes and tells Blue everything that Suri tells him. It's absolutely insane that Jared was doing this, but he did. And this was bad for Suri's game because now all of this stuff that Suri's been saying this week is going back to Blue. And then Blue's telling Jag, Jag's telling Matt, Matt's telling Corey, Corey's telling America, and what do you know? Everyone knows what Sari is saying. So now instead of what we saw for the first five or five weeks of the season, where all of the information's being funneled to Suri, she has it all. She has all the information at her hands to make all of the right decisions. Now everyone has all of her information to make the decisions to put her in a bad spot. And most of it's because of Jared. Um, you know, and she should be able to trust her son, but she can't. Um, and Izzy's out of the game and she didn't make a couple bad decisions that led to Izzy being gone. I mean, frankly, like she could have had Cameron out of the game weeks ago. She chose not to. She probably should have saved Riley instead of Cameron. Didn't do it. Um, at the time I thought it was a very minor thing. It ends up coming back to bite her, but uh, with all that being said, I have Sarita 5 because her position has diminished wow. quite a lot. A
1: 5?
0: Yes, a 5. I am I think, so surprised. I'm surprised you have a 7. I think it's wild. Um, But a 5 because I almost went with a 4. I, I wow. Cons- I considered heavily going a 4. Sarita
1: so Fields, potentially a 4, Josh. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, yeah. I've heard
2: a 7. She's fine. She'll figure it out.
0: A 7? <laughs> you actually have her 7? Yeah, she'll figure it out. I, okay, ju- I just well, have a lot of belief in her game, like um, honestly. Anyway, I don't... So her average ends up being over a six, which I think is ludicrous, but... Uh, she's in a terrible position. <laughs> um, she could she could easily be targeted soon. Yeah, but um, it's
1: in. You know, it, we have to remember this is in more than two weeks. Like we, I don't know. It's just it, there's yeah. so much time in between it. No, that's, like you, that's you also, have, I, I
2: you also have. like three I, yeah. people in the house that have zero clue what they're doing because people are playing their games for them. So well, that, that Ceri, doesn't, so that doesn't matter. But so what maybe, I'm saying, they, what I'm saying is that if Seri needs the vote, she'll figure it out.
1: No, no, I don't think that matters. Mm. I think the, the biggest <laughs> thing, maybe a seven, is definitely like a little overzealous but i the biggest thing is i just believe in sari to to, yeah. to float you know at least float and um you know can she get around like maybe someone else goes for a week or two and then she's out or can she float around for a week or two like post these two weeks and then she starts really building relationships and then like i mean imagine if she goes to cory and she's like look Corey, i'm really on an island it's i want to do it with you I wanna, I wanna get to the end with you, you and America. Let's make this happen. Like, don't, I just feel like she has the ability, to use her mist, and she can get back. And especially with these pairs, like I said, because I think, coach or something, she I think this is out. honestly, like, think about it in the sense that she's like very close to being in a similar position as Bowie, where she's by herself. Like, at what point do you think, like Matt and Jack are like, oh shoot, like there's th- two other pairs, and if we don't start winning competitions, they're they're gonna take us out. And it's the same with uh, Mimi and Felicia, the same with like, Corey and America. Like at some point they're going to have to pick up, you know, a, a blue or a, a Bowie and get them on their side. Um, so that's just my perception. I I feel like maybe a seven is crazy. That's a little high, uh, but that's just what I think. Let's move it along here to Felicia, uh, one of my favorite house guests in the house. Um, interesting week for Felicia in my mind, Trevor. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. So I'm going to let you go first.
0: Yeah, I bumped Felicia up to a 5. Um, you know, she had some catching up to do, but I I pretty much kind of laid it out when I was talking about Felicia earlier. Um, she now has a better understanding of what happened. I think she's right to not like trust uh Siri and Jared anymore. Um, but you know, she um yeah, she she's getting the info, right? So she has to be aware of that, but you know, she's in an okay position. I think that additionally, I think that her Win equity has actually went down because she stayed and it had nothing to do with anything she did. It was the work of other house guests blindsiding her and saving her. She did none of
1: the work to save herself. So I have her at a five. I kept her at a five. Um, and I think your last point is the, is the best point that you made about her is that it's not that she's in a bad position in the house. She's not going to probably go next, maybe even the following person. She's safe for
0: a long time. Yeah. I think.
1: But her, I think her ability to now win the game is going to be tough because she's going to be against someone. Like, I don't see her beating someone like a Corey or a, a Sari with her current resume. Um, Maybe not in America. Maybe not a Matt. Um, maybe not even a Jag. I think that could be potentially a, a closer matchup. Um, but I think her win equity, she would have to win a lot of physical things to pick someone to get there. Who is picking her to go to the final two besides Mimi? You know, and we haven't seen Mimi be able to win a ton of competition, so I I just think her win equity is very very low now. It's getting lower, um, and she is having less and less control over her own game, and I think that's kind of the biggest issue, uh, with Felicia. What do you think, Josh?
2: I have heard a six. Um, she got a pair of Mimi. She's jumping ship early. She's trying to figure out her stuff. She seems to have. She a, is very safe. She she seems to have a very. Good understanding better than most for mostly of what's going on in the game.
1: She she does have good game sense. And I think think
2: that, you know, when you have a few people that, like you said, aren't playing their own games or aren't making decisions for themselves or can't think on their feet, I think that's where Felicia can benefit. Now, in Felicia's benefit, we've seen a lot of comps that aren't really physical. A lot of button pressing or... If there is a competition that has been like physical, she really hasn't even been picked for it either. So it's not like she's really had the opportunity anyway to necessarily demonstrate if she's a, a strength, uh, a benefit to someone, or a liability ultimately. So
1: next up, ultimately every six. Next up, we have Jag. Um, so I had Jag last week at a two. I'm giving you a big bump up to a four. Um, Jag's position has improved. Um I'm not saying that he's necessarily like he I mean I, he might be targeted by someone but just a couple weeks ago Jag was like enemy number 1 like it seemed like almost everyone wanted him out. He um got put kind of in this place with Corey uh when they were doing the flip they built trust together and now he's in this duo with Matt and I love Matt's position we'll get there in a second. Um but I I actually like where Jag's at. The issue with Jag is kind of what I was just talking about with Felicia. I think his the, his win equ- equity is low it's not high enough um and that's why i i don't have him higher up um you know his duo matt who that's why the most likely person if he gets to the end he would go with matt's beating jack um in my opinion uh at least currently so i i think it's a tough road to win for jack but he definitely has improved his position trevor
0: Yeah, I I also gave Jag a four. Um, I think he's improved his game uh, a ton in the last couple weeks, which is good for him. And the main reason why is because he's now basically current on the information that's going on in the house. Um, He's aware of a lot of the stuff that's happening because he has allies like uh, Matt, Corey, America, that are giving him information. There's trust that's been built after that flip. So overall, it's a four for Jag. I also think he's a really good competitor. He's shown that as we get closer and closer to the end, um, we've seen a trend where there's a lot of physical competitions. I think Jag is one of the better uh, competitors in this house for for physical competition. So that's another thing in his favor.
1: A a Jag H-O-H would be good
2: for him, I think. I have have him at a five. Here's my biggest point for Jag. Not only, as you mentioned, is he in a great duel with Matt Jag, similar to Felicia, made the right game sense move in going with Corey and America's side. When push came to shove, Matt, you know, had a great relationship with Sari and was very high up on each other's boards in terms of trust early on when Matt won that little competition from uh, America, not America in the game. But I think that's great in terms of Jag making that decision for him and Matt to say, look, we got to get with Corey and America on this we're going to the side and I think he gets the five just for making that point and, and putting him on the good side of the house right now.
1: yep, yeah, for sure. Let's talk about Matt. I love Matt's position right now, Trevor, and I feel like you'd agree with me. Um, Matt's in a pretty sound position. I have him at a six and a half. um I really like where Matt's at. He is tied well he's he's in third place, but you know uh first scores here. um I think Matt's win e- equity has gone up. Um, and it kind of has continued, it's continuing to go up. He's shown he can win competitions when he needs to. He's shown that he's able to make these relationships with people that are really, really important. And I just don't see him being targeted by a lot of people right now. So for me, I got Matt at a six and a half.
0: Yeah. I think Matt is in the best position in the game right now. I have him and thus I have him with my highest rating. I gave him a seven. Wow. Um, so another bump up for Matt, he's been continuing to improve for me. I think that he is positioned very well. Um, he's in a duo with Jag. He's aligned pretty closely with Corey in America. Um, Felicia loves him. Suri is trying to to work on him, to, to still work on that relationship. It's pretty clear that um, he doesn't trust Suri nearly as much as he used to a few weeks ago when he was her minion, so... I like that Matt has, you know, stopped trusting Siri. Um, And I think that uh, what else? I mean, he's just so safe. There's no one targeting yeah. him. So thus he, Such a great position, you know, yeah. everyone likes him. He's safe. Um, he'd win against a lot of people. Yeah, I think he's in the best position in the house. I've mid
2: a seven as well. You know, I don't know if it means much, but in terms of clutching up yesterday when he had to, I mean, Jared, he, Trevor and I really was just... watching Trevor and I, Jared's right on his tail, man. I mean, Jared got the black first, but Matt somehow just clutched up and came out of nowhere. Trevor knows that's what happens we were, when you're an Olympian. Trevor, Trevor and I were screaming at the TV yesterday. We were dapping each other up. But yeah, I think <laughs> Matt's in a great position. He's, he's uh, like you mentioned, everyone loves him. I think he's not only done that, but he's been very true to his word and. That's gotten him to a point where I think he's, you know, been able to reap the benefit now of it. So I have him to seven in the in the comps. Again. Yeah, and he's, he's a good dude, too. Like he he took a photo with with the cardboard cut out of myself. <laughs> uh, you know and all that good stuff uh, he's Josh. a funny guy I like I like Brandon said I love him and Jag's relationship they have a good duo. I think they got like a good bromance as well like, oh they're, yeah up, they're yeah, laid on their feet and yeah. stuff like that. I think that they don't really feel the pressure as much as maybe someone did like a Jared when they came down to these yeah. little just intricate like you know just conversations or big moments. so I have him at a seven. yeah I think that and he's overcame the death obstacle very well that was a big thing early on it was a disadvantage we thought but he's overcome it now. I think well, that, Big Brother. Um, Big
1: Brother put him at a disadvantage a little bit, right? They but still, he, he he he's he, he's done a really good job. I've been very impressed with Matt.
0: Um, what I was gonna say is, I think that uh, people need to really be looking at Matt and Jag. I think they are very dangerous. I yeah. think it's mm-hmm. kind of gonna go under the radar. I think people need to look at targeting Matt and Jag soon, like very soon, yeah. because. These competitions at the end, I mean Matt and Jack might just
1: trade them off and dominate yeah. the end game. They yeah. really could. They really could. Let's go to our last house guest, which is Mimi. Um so Mimi had uh a, in my opinion, a pretty solid week. Uh she made a final two with Felicia that Felicia is going to uphold. Now how strong of a competitor Felicia can be at the end is definitely in question, but that doesn't matter for Mimi at this moment. Um I don't particularly particularly see her being targeted i guess maybe she could be um coming up in two weeks now um but overall i don't mind mimi's position i kept her at a five um but i do have faith in her as a a player i think she's very very bright um that's abundantly clear um and she has so many funny things to say i just like watching her play um so a five for me uh and i hope she can continue this game trevor
0: yeah, I still have her to six and a half. I think she's very safe. I think she's in here for the long haul. Um, she's got to she's got to figure out her end game plan. She's got to figure out obviously Felicia's her final two. Um, she kind of knows that, and in a position where I think she would beat Felicia at the moment. Um, and I like that. I mean, every time she's every time we hear one of her D.R.s, she usually has the right read on the situation. She usually knows what's going on. I just think she has to become more active. And I think that you know, I think Mimi and Felicia. There was talks about locking in the final four with American Corey. Lock it in, Nicole. Let's let's you know drive it. Lock in that final four. Um, you you can. There's a lot of different opportunities for her to improve her position, make it even better. Um, that seems ideal for yeah. everyone
1: there too. That that quad would be a very good quad. Yeah,
0: I I, I think so as well. So we'll see. She has, again, it's the same thing I've been saying for almost the entire season. She needs to be more active. Uh, she needs to be talking to more people, but thus, she's very safe,
2: um, and she's a smart player. So, six and a half. She's at a four for me, and that's because I'm not Team Spoilers. I, I never see her on the episode. She's, oh, okay. she's non-existent. Trevor, how many times I an guess. episode, when she comes to the diary, I'm like, oh, look, here's Nicole. She's part of the but show. See, here's the thing. Similar with Bowie. You don't see nothing, so that's but why that's I have a, her at four. That's a
1: good thing, I, I think, for the the players that but, always but are not I want, shown. Like, Trevor, that tends I to, to be good. I,
2: I don't want to be forgetting people are on a show. Like for sure. Like if I'm watching a show with your brand, I'm like, oh, you know, we we watch a lot a decent amount of shows together outside of this. If I'm just like, oh, I this character's non-existent to me, it doesn't seem like it's it's adding to the environment of it or, or the totality of the show. So ultimately, because I'm not team spoiler, I don't see much. It's great that she got a final two with Felicia. Great that she's a bad game player, so she
1: will go far because
2: of that, because she's a non-threat. So
1: No is a good she's Mimi's a good game player. <laughs> She's, she's solid.
2: Mad. She doesn't do anything. No, she's no, no. Active. She's
1: solid. She is, is she solid. Nice,
2: like you said. Trevor made the best so, point. Four. This
1: you do see on episodes is that every time she's in the DR, she seems to have the right ideas. But um, she's in the DR once an episode. That's that's a high amount. If true, uh, not everyone gets a DR. I just every don't like high think,
2: points for non-existent stuff or showing up. That's like. Giving Jordan an 8 out of 10 rating just because he went to the game.
1: But like, not everyone, not you are got to remember that not everyone, like, Sari doesn't win competitions. We see Sari because she's, she's such a great game player. And right. we see her all the time that's in so the So Nicole needs to do more of it, like but Trevor said. Mimi, the me, he, put herself in better situations for me to give her a higher rating. I think if, if you're not seeing a ton of them in the episode, that typically I think is not a bad thing. I wouldn't say it's a great thing Trust either. Me. Trust me. In, in my In my line of work, no
2: news is good news. Yeah. I, I get that, but in, so I in think order for me to earn earn a higher rating, I want to see you. I want to see your work. Instead of showing me that's the two, reasonable. instead of showing me, you know, what's two plus two is just telling me it's four. How did you get there? I want to see you put, put in the work. Uh, oh, a show your work. Uh, to <laughs> yeah, the math teacher.
1: That is reasonable, but I mean, I'm not gonna give her a high rating. Yeah, I'm I not don't saying you gotta her. give her a seven, but I, I, right. I, I but but you that's should what give I'm her a saying. Five, I, I then. want to see Keep more. more. in the middle. Okay,
2: did who what did Felicia go to her about the Final Two, or did she go to Felicia?
1: She she made that happen. I think. Why why did you give think? so yeah? And
2: the episode they showed that Felicia went out and brought her in the storage room and spoke to her about it.
0: Why 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 did Felicia you Felicia seeked her out? Why did you give Felicia a higher rating than Nicole? Why? Yeah,
1: I told you Felicia has a good game sense. She actually knows a decent amount of. Cole has a better game she's sense. She's on
0: the episode more, I think.
1: Yeah, um, I think please. it's that she's on the episode more. I think you should judge less of how they're on the episode, a little bit, because that's not always a bad thing. I mean, typically but, when the person going too, home is, like, is on, like Cameron's not, been on the episodes not a ton. Anything. But get, yeah,
2: but Cameron gives us reasons to not like him.
1: That is true, but again, it's the same thing. It's like no news isn't necessarily bad news. I just but, think it you may, should take but that it consideration. doesn't, but that doesn't make me
2: want to give you a good rating in terms of that, just because you're not on the show. For example, Corey and Suri are great game players, and that's why they have good ratings. Because they're well, on the show proving themselves that they that's true, can that's survive true. in the game.
1: Alright, well, I think we'll wrap up the pod there for today. Trevor, anything else you want to mention before we, we get out of here? Uh, not really. I mean, I
0: think next podcast will be very much shorter than this one. Very short. Uh, for sure. So, uh, you yep. know. we'll see it hope you have a good time good time enjoying everyone enjoys ben's Um, company as well it'll take up uh probably your commute to and from work um (laughs) if you work on a saturday unless you're brandon siegel as well next week um you know while you're brushing your teeth you can listen to it i suppose (laughs) yes yes (laughs) you can While
1: you're brushing your teeth it might be that long but look i think we'll end it there for today thank you thank you all so much for listening we appreciate all the support Go check out the website, thesmallballarders.com, so you can stay up to date with all of our podcasts going live. We'll have another Small baller podcast uh, this coming Sunday, um, so stay tuned for that. That'll be another good one. Um, but with that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.